It's time for more Manifesting Original Rich Bitch Experiences. Each week, we're talking travel, wellness, and millennial musings with a level of refinement. What level? It fucking depends. I'm your host, Ava Bilkey. Hello, hello. Happy New Year. What is up? Um, This is the very first episode of 2023, and I miss you guys. I miss you guys so much. I'm so excited to be back. Um, And if I'm being completely honest, I'm having one of those moments where it feels like I forgot how to ride the bicycle. You know, they always say like learning to ride a bike, you can pick it up again. It's just like riding a bike or however that goes. Um, I've always fundamentally disagreed with that because as a child, I did know how to ride a bicycle. And then let me tell you, when I picked it back up as an adult, I had some very tragic um, meetings with curbs. And I'm feeling a bit like that right now with the pod. It's been six weeks, had the world's longest winter break. And so if you hear this recording on the airwaves later this week, it's a miracle. We'll just say that. Uh, <laughs> but in all seriousness, I'm super excited to be back and I'm happy you're here. And what I wanted to talk about today is the concept of starting over. Now, in the new year, in the beginning of a year, I think it's a very natural concept to be talking about. There's a lot of starting and stopping and continuing at this time of year. And when I look outwards at my community, I see a lot of people starting over, not just in, you know, small ways like, oh, it's a new year, new goals, et cetera, et cetera, but really big things. Some of the ways in which I'm seeing people starting over is moving. So moving to a different state or a different country, I see people in my community starting or ending relationships, and I see people taking some risks in business, um, scrapping things that they once built, burning it down, and really just continuing to realign towards what we believe to be best. And I see this in my community and I see this within myself too. And so I figured that we could really get into what it means to start over in life, in any of those scenarios or others that you may be experiencing right now, and also where the resistance comes into starting over. I generally think there are two types of people. There are those who absolutely love change. They embrace it. They run towards it. And then there's the other half of people who are like, absolutely not. I want everything to stay as is. And life is just easier that way. I generally fall into the first party. However, it's interesting because I feel like In this season of starting over, I'm finding a lot of excuses or reasons why, or I guess we'll call it resistance to being embracive of that change. So 
Let's talk about it. Let's talk about why we should start over. And let's also identify some tips to starting over and really living your most badass boss bitch life in 2023. Okay. So when I think about resistance to starting over, I think there are four reasons why people resist. The first one is very simply that humans hate change. There's a lot of work that goes into making a change, and a lot of times it can feel like the harder option. I think the second reason is fear of the unknown and really just rattling your confidence in the sense of you no longer know everything, and that's kind of a scary place to be. I think the third reason is definitely ego, Um, ego and identity and what's wrapped up in that. Think titles, labels, general self-concept. And then the fourth reason I think is actually fear of judgment or being really concerned with what other people think when you are starting over in life. So. I can give, well, I can give a lot of personal examples, but let's take the example of starting over in business and just work through these. So in 2020 or prior to 2020, I had had a 10-year career in social media marketing within the corporate environment. And In 2020, like most people, I started to really evaluate all areas of my life and really take stock of what was working for me, what wasn't working for me, and what I wanted to change. And this was really, of course, fueled by the fear in the environment. I mean, we were living in a really crazy world at that time. And I think the benefit of being in such a high stakes sort of situation is that it it presses you to say okay if if this was my last year or even my last day on earth would i be happy with what i achieved would i be content with the way i was living my life so in 2020 i decided no I am not okay with the way I'm living my life as it relates to career. I was having the groundhog day syndrome of, you know, waking up, getting dressed, driving to the office, working at the office for eight or nine hours, driving home, making myself dinner and going to bed. So in 2020, I decided to make a big change, which was I left the corporate structure and I started my own business. And so that obviously took me through all of these fears or these resistance points that come up with change. So when we take the example of that transition, leaving corporate, starting my own business, There was so much work involved with that. And I know that sounds obvious. Like, of course, Ava, you're going to start a fucking business. Like, it's not going to be easy, right? We know that. (laughs) 
(laughs) And then we sit into that and we realize how uneasy it is. So when we talk about resisting change, because it just, it forces us out of our autopilot. And we do a lot of things on autopilot because then we can save energy for things like survival, right? In the human sense. But starting a business was a lot of work. And I was soon faced with learning curves, lots of learning curves. So while I transitioned and kept the same general subject matter of business, I was a social media marketer in corporate and I was a social media consultant in my own business. While that stayed the same, I was then faced with things like, oh shit, like now you get to run the business side of your business where you get to learn how to do your own bookkeeping. You are now an accountant. Um, You are also now a marketer. You are also now a salesperson pitching your business to clients. Uh, You are, you know, the HR department, you're everything. So I think a lot of people hate change because there's a lot of work and there's a huge learning curve that comes with newness, but it's certainly not a bad thing. And through learning all of those things and putting in the work, I was able to build myself back up to a place where I felt like my days were a little less groundhoggy in the sense that no two days were the same. And I felt like I was back in a growth phase and that's really important. The second fear of the unknown, (laughs) this one definitely came for me later in starting a business. I think for me, the fear of the unknown was really felt in the sense of income. And so in the corporate structure, I received a paycheck every two weeks and I never had to think about it. It happened. It was automatic. And that's just what it was. As an entrepreneur, that completely went out the window. And the the fear of the unknown when we think about, okay, well, who's my next client going to be? Or where is my next paycheck going to come from? Or when is it going to come in? That is something that can rattle your confidence to the absolute core. And this was probably one of the hardest parts of starting a business um, in my experience over the last three years is really being okay with the unknown and releasing enough to let things flow. Because I think what happens with fear of the unknown is we get so grippy, right? When you get into a place of fear, you want to cling to everything you did or can know, even though you have chosen change. And that rattling rattling of confidence is that's that's huge. I'm not going to lie. So, when we have fear of the unknown, we have a moment of being unsteady. But when you can work through that in any situation, whether it's starting a business, a moving to a new city, 
being single for the first time in a few years or whatever it may be. It gives you an opportunity to rebuild and reclaim and know yourself even better. And again, it ends up being a good thing. The third reason why I think people resist starting over is purely based on ego. Uh, We as humans (laughs) have very large egos. Even if this is something that you consciously work on, it's impossible to not have a level of ego. And if you say you don't, there you can see your ego, right? Okay. So ego and identity. And what I mean by this and what I can compare it to in that situation of leaving a corporate job and starting my own business, I saw very quickly that my identity, my sense of who I was in the world was really tied to titles. I was a social media director in the corporate world, and that's how I defined myself. It gave me knowledge in terms of where I fit in with my other colleagues. It gave me something to very clearly articulate to other people when someone says, oh, you know, what do you do? You tell them your title, your job title, right? Um, It gives you information in terms of how much money you make, um, the way you value yourself, your self-worth. And so when I stripped... (laughs) When I stripped those titles away, I had a full-blown identity crisis, like no shit. And this identity crisis was major. It was at least a year long. I mean, maybe I'm still in it. Who fucking knows? But identity and self-concept and labels and the way we really define ourselves in the world can very quickly shift when we choose to start over. You know, it could be that you are a girlfriend or a boyfriend or a husband or a wife or a director or an executive or an artist. And the moment you decide to make a change, that label might not apply anymore. And with that comes a spiral of identity. But the good thing is, again, starting over, it shows us where we are gripping. It shows us where we are so intertwined with things that really don't matter. I mean, at the end of the day, these labels are simply categories and they are ways in which we make sense of ourselves. But at the end of the day, I was not just a social media director. Like there's so many more facets of who I am as a person and starting over actually gave me the opportunity to relabel myself as an entrepreneur and relabel myself as a digital nomad and relabel myself as a single woman. And Yes, we're shifting labels in the sense, but even in that, it's a moment for personal growth and it really, starting over in that sense, really helps you just continue the journey of life. Like 
that constant evolution and the redefinition of self is so beautiful. And I think that choosing to start over is one of the truest ways to really examine the way we define ourselves. And the fourth reason why I think people don't like to start over is purely based on the fear of judgment or worrying about what other people think. And (laughs) this is something that I've been thinking a lot about recently because my ego would like to tell me that, no, I really don't care what other people think about me. But that's simply not true. I think that as people, we have a natural inclination, desire to be liked, right? Because we want to fit in. We want to have community. That's such a huge part of life. But at the same time, worrying about what other people think is a terrible fucking reason to not start over. When you think about something you truly desire, Let's take the example of moving. If you know that you want to live somewhere else and it's something that you've known for a long time, maybe, or perhaps it's something that you've discovered more recently, but you know deep down that living somewhere else is going to make you happier. Worrying about what other people think about the fact that you're moving is a terrible reason to not make that move. And I think a lot of times we we don't start over because we are so worried about what our friends are going to say, what our family is going to say. And while, <laughs> while they may talk, trust me, speaking from experience, they will talk. It's simply not... It's not important. What at, at the end of the day, what's most important is making choices for yourself because at the end of the day, you are the person that you have to impress. At the end of the day, at the end of your life, you should be the one <laughs> making choices and impressing yourself and being like, damn, I really did that thing. I lived life. I started over. I embraced change even though it was hard, even though it was scary, even though it sent me into a bit of a spiral because I had to re-identify with a new life situation. And even though people were talking shit about me, I did that. I think when we think about starting over, there are so many reasons why we should. If I'm being completely honest, I'm finding myself in a situation right now at the beginning of 2023 where there are a lot of things in the works for me Um, when it comes to starting over. I am looking at and I'm reevaluating my business and while I'm absolutely loving my social media consultancy, there are definitely other things that I'm feeling pulled to do. And that requires a level of starting over. 
when it comes to location and where I live, last summer I moved to London and had the best fucking time of my life. And I know that I want to incorporate more long-term travel. And so that's another scenario in which I'm starting over. And all the way down to smaller things like this podcast. Last year, this was a co-hosted show. And this year, it's a solo show. And so I'm starting over here right now, today, with this episode. And so there are a lot of things coming up for me, and I'm sure there are a lot of things coming up for you too, things that you want to do differently this year. And I don't know about you, but I have found myself kind of falling back into these traps of reasons why maybe staying the same or just keeping things status quo feels a little bit easier, Um, but we're not going to do that. We're not going to do that to ourselves. And so I figured it would be helpful to also identify identify a set of reminders and rewards, right? Because we know that starting over is the move. But we're going to need some reminders and probably some rewards to keep ourselves accountable and honest to this. So I have four reminders I would like to offer up for myself and for you and for anyone who is in the process of starting over, big or small, and coming up uh, to resistance. The first reminder is starting over is not easy, but it's worth it. Time and time again, I think we're rewarded for taking risks, for choosing maybe a path of higher friction, because we know deep down that it is more aligned to where we want to be in life. And so while starting over requires a lot more work, a lot more time, more energy, more resources, At the end of the day, starting over is not easy, but it's worth it. That's reminder number one. Reminder number two is the unknown is exciting. What I mean by this is when we know what we're going to do every single day, how it's going to play out, living the same routine day in and day out, we get into that Groundhog Day phenomenon. And that is so much more suffocating than the opposite, which is not knowing maybe what tomorrow looks like for you. And so the unknown is something that should be embraced and also gives the opportunity to have a situation turn out better than you could have even imagined. So the unknown is an opportunity that 
brings you into better alignment. And for that, we are going to embrace the unknown. That's reminder number two. Reminder number three is that life is a journey. It is a ride. And in order to fully embrace the journey of life, we have to be constantly growing and evolving. And starting over is the perfect opportunity for growth. It's the perfect opportunity for learning, um, for self-development, for character development, for the plot, right? Sometimes we just do things for the plot in the story of our lives. I fully believe that. And starting over is an opportunity to learn and evolve. So reminder number three is that life is a growth journey. And then reminder number four is that each time we start over, we're giving ourselves an opportunity for realignment realigning to who we actually are, who we desire to be, who we know we are deep down that we've maybe been ignoring because maybe it's felt unsafe to be and embrace what you truly desire. Or maybe society has told you it's, it's not the route. It's not the safe, secure path. Starting over is an opportunity for alignment, which allows you to be more you. And at the end of the day, I think that is the point of life, to live a bit more in alignment with who we truly are every single day. So these are our reminders, and I'm personally going to use these when I face resistance in starting over this year. And I hope that at least one of these resonates with you too. The last thing I will add to starting over is that similar to the thoughts or the lines of like, what will other people think that worry about judgment? I think that one of those worries or those misconceptions that we have is that starting over is perceived as failure, right? Oh, well, that job didn't work out for for them. Or, oh, wow, they're moving again. They're going to avoid all their problems. Or, oh, gosh, you just launched that program last year and you're scrapping it already. must not have gone so well, right? (laughs) We all have those thoughts, right? Or is it just me? Um, So, I think the fear of failure or the perceived feel of fear of failure, the fear of failure, there we go, is something that comes hand in hand with starting over. But let's redefine that and reclaim that right now because that is absolute bullshit. Don't let anyone ever let you believe that starting over equals failure. Because the truth is starting over is brave. Starting over takes courage. It's bold. It's fucking badass. And anyone who takes the opportunity to start over in life, big or small, should be fucking celebrated. And 
society isn't going to celebrate us for starting over. I think this is something that we really need to own ourselves and take into our own hands. And so celebrate in a way that feels meaningful to you. If you are burning your whole business to the ground and starting over, like how are you going to celebrate and acknowledge yourself for that? Uh, It could be something small. I like to take myself out to get a pastry and a coffee after I've after I've made some moves, after I've had a good week. It could be small. It could be, uh, you know, going out to dinner. You could be throwing yourself a whole goddamn party. I mean, think about what celebration means to you. You could be just dancing in your living room. Yeah, that's the range, okay? So celebration, we're going to go from doing a little dance in your home to throwing yourself a goddamn party. Okay. Choose anything in between and make sure that you celebrate yourself when you start over because starting over is fucking boss. And with that, starting over is an opportunity to be more you and I'm looking forward to doing it many times over the course of this year. And I look forward to seeing you do the same. Because life is too short to stay the same. That's boring. We need a good plot. Okay. With that, I think it's time to transition into love it or leave it. I actually have a lot of love it's because you know what? I've been banking them for a few weeks. I haven't been able to share on the pod because we've been on winter break. So <laughs> I would say my first love it is if you are hearing this recording, that means that I learned something new this week. It means that I learned how to edit my own podcast. And for that, I would like to thank me. And I really love this for me because again, I'm starting over here. I am learning a new skill. This is good. It's personal growth, um, but it's not always easy. So loving that for all of us, actually. I'm also loving that it is finally Aquarius season. I absolutely love Aquarius season because I am an Aquarius sun, first and foremost. And also, it feels like, as an Aquarius, I truly feel like I can be the most me at this time of the year. And shout out to all of my loved ones because you really can't fucking tell me shit. Like, for the next three weeks, four weeks. I don't even know how long it is. You can't tell me shit. It is my season. I'm owning it. I'm embracing it. I'm loving it. If you are looking for ways to really step into Aquarius season, I would say just do something a little bit weird. Get weird with it. Um, Do something out of your norm. Um, Let your freak flag fly. Have like a deep philosophical conversation. Get existential with it. 
those would be my favorite ways to really own the season. Um, so I love that. What else am I loving? Okay. Miss Miley Cyrus has dropped a new anthem. If you haven't heard it, get with it. It's called Flowers. And I, I, well, I love the song, but I really feel like this is the anthem of 2023. I love the song. I love the video. I love the visuals she's serving. I also love the fan theories about the symbolism of the video. If you don't know what I'm talking about, get on TikTok um, and fall into Miley Cyrus TikTok. You'll see all the fan theories. Um, Love it. And I know that she is releasing a new album this spring. So Flowers is a jam. It's going to be on repeat until we get the full fucking album. But I am absolutely loving that. Something else that I'm loving. I told you I had a stockpile. The last thing I'll share that I'm loving is I watched a series called Sex Lives of College Girls. Um, I had to sign up for a little cute HBO free trial because I only allow myself to subscribe to one streaming platform because frankly, I love consuming content and I can't have more than like, I would just, I would never get anything done. But over winter break, I binged the first two seasons, the total two seasons of Sex Lives of College Girls on HBO Max. And I will say it's a really cute show. I loved that. Um, also on HBO Max, I did Peep uh, Don't Worry Darling, the movie with Sir Harry Styles. And that was good too. I didn't think I was going to be a psychological thriller girly. However, it wasn't scary. So I actually enjoyed this movie and my friend KJ, shout out KJ, recommended it to me because they filmed it in Palm Springs and I've been spending time in Palm Springs. She's like, you got to see it. You got to see it for the vibes. So I saw it for the Palm Springs vibes. I saw it for Harry, obviously. And I actually quite enjoyed it. It wasn't scary. It was just really kind of a mind bender. Um, so that is also on HBO Max if you are interested in consuming some quality content after you listen to this podcast this week. Okay. I think that's all of my love it's for now. I do have one leave it though. Since Christmas, I have been trying to buy a pair of boots. Sounds like a simple task, I know. However, I'm looking for a chunky kind of like lug sole, bold, black boot. That's what I want. Every boot that I'm like, hell yes, that's the one I have ordered. Um, And what I do when I shop online is I order like a couple sizes of things. I try them on at home and then I send back what doesn't fit. It's the best way to shop in my opinion. However, all of these cute boots only come in whole sizes. And your girl is a seven and a half. So that means that the sevens are too small and the eights are way too big. When did this become a thing? Is it boots in general? 
Is it just the brands of boots that I'm attracted to? Is it the style of boot? Help me understand why I can't buy a cute boot in a seven and a half. That's that's my leave it for this week. The whole sizes are not inclusive. I'm not here for it. And frankly, my patience is running thin. I, I need a pair of boots before the end of the season, especially because I'm in Minnesota right now and the season is fucking six months long. So if you know of any cute, chunky, black boots that are sold in half sizes, let me know. I would appreciate that. Okay. I think we did it. I think we did our first episode of 2023. We got it. We're starting over. We are embracing change. We are celebrating ourselves. And we are loving Miley Cyrus. We are leaving whole sizing boots. Okay. If you enjoyed the episode, I would absolutely love you to rate and review the podcast. Um, give me a five star review. These reviews really help other people discover the show. If you loved it, share a link with a friend. Um, follow on Instagram at the More Pod. And I hope you come back next week. I'm really excited for everything we're going to get into this year. We're going to have more travel more wellness, more bad bitch experiences, that rich bitch life, honey. It's all back and it's going to be bigger and better and louder. And I can't wait. Listen to the more pod every Wednesday as I share the things that make me more me and discover a thing or two to make you more you.